Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Morning Update. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 28th of June and as usual with all the information contained in this broadcast it is general advice only so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation and if you need to you can always pause the PowerPoint slides here and read our disclaimer in full or if you're listening on a podcast head on over to our website and read the disclaimer there. All right, well, an interesting night on the U.S. markets, once again, pushing ahead optimism on the infrastructure package that Biden seems to be getting through at the moment, certainly taking center stage. Dow rallying quite considerably, the rest of the market not doing very much at all, really. The Dow up 237 points, or 0.7 of a percent, to 34,434. But the Nasdaq going nowhere in a hurry, down only nine points. 14,360. Technology stocks have been leading the charge, so only probably right and proper that they took a little bit of a breather on Friday night. The S&P 500, as we say, in the middle for diddle, up 0.33%, 14 points to 42.81. And that VIX index, as you would expect, as complacency and all-time highs, etc., in the U.S., continue uh, that insurance premium falling away down 2.2% to 1562, which is lower than it was uh, pre-COVID, back to those sort of uh, pre-COVID levels. So for our SPY futures, we are showing up five points, but that was a Saturday morning uh, close of the SPY. And of course, that doesn't take into account the fact that Sydney and some parts of New South Wales in the regions, Wollongong, Blue Mountain, Central Coast, etc., have gone into a two-week lockdown with cases rising. So that's going to sap some confidence. So I wouldn't hold too much store by that five-point rise for the SPY futures. In terms of commodities, we had oil continuing to push higher. Uh, WTI 74.05 up 75 cents or 1%. Uh, Brent crude up shy of just 1%. uh, 0.62 of the dollar, 62 cents up to 76.18. Gold price also slightly higher, 17.77 spot 80, $1.10 to the good, and iron ore bouncing back after some losses last week, up nearly 1.8%, $3.80 to $218.70. Commodities in other fronts, we had copper pretty much unchanged, nickel up 0.6, aluminium up 1.8, zinc down 0.2, lead up 0.4 tin up half a percent as well so slightly mixed performance from commodities on the lme over on friday night the aussie dollar 75.89 currently here you can see the s&p 500 it was a slow grind kind of day and heading into the weekend but nothing very interesting really Uh, big data again this week and of course more news on that infrastructure package etc As far as major stories go, Asian stocks expected to open steady. Uh, Aussie dollar has uh, slipped slightly below that 76 level. And of course, the big story for Australian investors will be the New South Wales outbreak of COVID and its spread. Part of that spread also has been to the Northern Territory, where one of Newmont's gold mines has now been in lockdown due to the spread of coronavirus there as well. So certainly that's... uh, a problem, I guess, for the resource sector if we see that continuing with some of these fly-in, fly-out operations uh, being uh, 
affected by COVID, which is not something we saw in the first round. India has shifted 50,000 troops to the Chinese border in a historic move, and the last and only foreign scientist in the Wuhan lab speaks out. Tesla has been dealt a big blow. Almost all of its cars in China need a safety fix, and Trump restarts rallies with a familiar list of grievances and insults. Bitcoin slipping back towards 30,000 and strategists flagging near-term risks. And China's vision to build a $2.4 billion battery plant for Renault. South Africa also heading for lockdown. And the Luxembourg Prime Minister has tested positive for COVID. What's on today? Macquarie has been enlisted to help float iTex Pharmaceuticals. This is a company that makes vitamins and supplements for other well-known brands. Stan has won the streaming rights for the Champions League. That's football, soccer. Uh, Stan, of course, owned by Nine Entertainment, and it's certainly been doing well with its new Stan Sport channel, which also has Wimbledon on it, which starts this week. Uh, English Premier League is the big prize. Optus currently owns that, but the contract is coming up for that in the not too distant future and we have d-day this week as an oxymoron uh, for agl as it outlines its split we have seen wholesale power prices jumping in may and june coming well and truly off those lows but to some extent that is not such a big driver for agl because a lot of its power pricing is hedged so that probably won't make much difference until 2022 of course new south wales sydney central coast and Blue Mountains and Wollongong lockdown and other areas of the country also the big factor today. The big banks offering some lockdown relief. Westpac set to exit its life insurance business here and in New Zealand. Uh, the uh, local business is worth around $1.78 billion and in New Zealand around $500 million is the valuation of that business. There could be a third bidder could be in the market for Japara Healthcare, JHC. And the competition is getting interesting for the 49% of WestConnect that Transurban does not own. The Canadian Pension Plan Investment Board may not be part of the consortium apparently involved with that Transurban bid as it may be too exposed to toll roads. We've got a bunch of new issues listing today. We've got a gold float, a BGD. We've got war. What is it good for? That's Jeff Wilson's activist new fund. And we've also got Camplify, CHL, listing today. 11 o'clock for the gold company, uh, BGH, uh, BGD rather, war at 11.30 and 12.30 for Camplify. And Costa Group go x right and Vocus have come to an end as far as a listing goes, suspended from today. So that's the end of Vocus taken over. Question of the day today, will the current lockdown revive the lockdown trades from last year? Of course, last year we all knew the winners at the end of the lockdowns from the lockdowns. We saw the likes of Temple and Webster, etc. doing very, very well as people went to shop online and also cocooned back in their homes. So will we get the same effect this time out? I guess two weeks is probably not enough, but it certainly could be extended and you do get the sense that uh, we could be in for a protracted period of lockdowns with the numbers climbing uh, quite dramatically, certainly at the moment. That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. Love to have your thoughts, ideas, or insights there. Got an Ask the Analyst session on Friday at 5 o'clock. Where else am I going to be going? So if you have any questions or any 
stocks that you'd like me to have a little look at beforehand. I'll look through about five or six of the most popular ones in a little more depth before we kick off with the general question and answer round with the fast money round as you ask your question. So you can register on the website and there'll be a link on Facebook if you want to register for that webinar on Friday. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day. Mm-hmm.